Hey, it's Sarah, and I have some exciting news for you before we jump into the podcast this week. Starting this coming Monday, that's May 13th, I'm going to be running a two-week pocket planner sprint inside of my course, Published with Purpose. This is where you learn how to create, format, and design a high-value, action-oriented journal or planner and sell it around the world on Amazon. We run a live round every single year in the fall, and then in the spring, I often run our pocket planner round. This is where you get templates to create an amazing pocket or journal planner of your choice in a four by six inch size. And you get templates and all of the swipe files that you need to create something incredible in a short amount of time. During this round, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm offering asynchronous support. So that means that you'll get one-on-one email support from me during the two weeks to ask questions about your design, your idea, marketing strategies, and so much more. I would love to support you inside of Publish With Purpose and you can find full enrollment details over at publishaplanner.com forward slash enroll. Just make sure that you check it out and join before doors close on Monday, May 13th. Welcome to episode 31 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this week I'm going to be sharing why you need to create a landing plan for just about anything that you do in your life. I want you to think back to when you were a kid. Now, whether you celebrated Christmas or another big holiday, chances are that the lead up to that event was huge. There was planning, there was excitement. And then once it happened, once you were sitting there on Christmas morning, or once you were done opening the presents, chances are that there was part of you that felt a little low. Kind of those like post Christmas or holiday blues, right? Like where we've spent all this energy or all these, all this like months and months, days and weeks of time getting ready for something. And then it's over. And we're like, what do we do now? So creating a landing plan is actually something that I have been working on in the past couple years of my life. And I want to share with you how you can use it to create a clear direction and path so that you can avoid feeling super, super stuck after big things happen and how you can create momentum in your life moving forward. Think of it as the post-event resilience strategy that you can use to keep going forward in your life. I'm so excited for this episode. Let's go ahead and jump in. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. Let's take a moment to take a deep breath collectively together and think about everything that you've currently done in your life leading up to this very, very moment. I bet you that you're not giving yourself full credit for just about everything that you've done in your life, whether it's planning a wedding, moving, graduating from college, maybe you've had a baby, maybe you're writing a book or you're launching something, maybe you're getting ready to participate in some kind of activism or event or do a march or stand up for what you believe in and there's a lot of energy that goes into it. Maybe you're volunteering for something or doing some kind of social justice work that requires a lot of emotional energy. 
Whether you're getting a raise or you're finishing a big project at work or in your personal life, whether it's painting the garage or redecorating your house, no matter what it is that you're doing in your life or you have done, chances are that when it was said and done and when you were finished, you might have felt this sense of overwhelm, even though you did the thing and it was done. This is because once we do something, our minds are caught up in this energy cycle of go, 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 of planning, of doing, of executing something. And as much as we plan for that event, that thing that we're doing, that product launch, whatever it is, we often overlook one huge thing. And that's what we're going to do after it's all said and done. Think about it. We plan our weddings, right? And one of the biggest things we plan is a honeymoon. But a lot of times people don't expect that when they're on that honeymoon, they're going to have that sense of, oh my gosh, I'm married. What are we even doing now? And their honeymoon is so packed full of events and things and skydiving or whatever people do these days that they don't have space to kind of take time to soak it all in. So let me give you a quick story. My husband and I got married and it was pretty quick. We didn't actually plan a big wedding. We got married in Gasworks Park in Seattle and we actually had my brother be the officiant. So it's weird to say that my brother married us, but he did. And it was really quick. We got married. We knew we were going to get married, but our timeline was expedited a little bit because my husband's in the Navy. And in order for me to go with him moving cross country to Maryland in 2014, we needed to be married like yesterday. So we got married and we ended up going on a small little honeymoon to a casino resort that was up north from Seattle. And it was really fun. But that very evening, as we're going to dinner, something happened. And I, I don't even know if I've told this story to you guys yet or not, but we're sitting at dinner. We're married. You know, I'm 26 at the time. He's 27. And we're young. We think we're totally like adults and super old and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, my husband Kyle looks at me and then he kind of averts his eyes and looks down at the table and he's grabbing his wedding ring and he's pulling on it and then he takes it off and he goes, I'm sorry, I just need to take it off for a second. And he like exhales and he's like, oh, that's better. And I laughed and I actually, I think some people might be like, oh my gosh, what a bad sign, right? But I laughed and I looked at him and then I go, it's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. And we both just were kind of like looking at each other like, wow, we just got married, right? Like it all really, like obviously we'd thought about it. We'd planned it. We we knew we wanted to get married. We'd had all the conversations. We'd been dating for over three years. But still, there was that part of us where the reality sank in. And all that planning that led up, all that paperwork, everything we needed to do to make that wedding happen and, you know, marriage each other. <laughs> It finally caught up with us. And in that moment at dinner, it really caught up with him. And just so you know, I think he only had the ring off for like 15 minutes and then he put it back on. He was like, okay, I feel better. And now he gets super upset if um, he has to go a day without wearing it for some reason. So it's just funny, right? How things can change. But I bring this up because one thing that we didn't plan when we were planning our, our our wedding, we were planning our little mini honeymoon and everything leading up to that big cross-country move was that we didn't plan, we didn't have any kind of landing plan. I didn't think to ask, okay, well, after we get married and after we get to the, the, the resort and the hotel, what are we going to do to like kind of collect ourselves or what are we going to do so that we can 
kind of just breathe and take it in and observe our thoughts, right? Like that's not something that we typically think about, you know? We're not always intentional with the aftermath of things. We plan up to the big event and then we figure that once it's done, it's done and we'll be fine. And it's also interesting because it doesn't have to be a negative thing for it to create uncomfortable emotions, feelings, or overwhelm. In fact, some of the most positive, amazing things in our lives are the things that can make us feel super low, deflated, defeated, any of that after the fact. So this also happened too after we moved cross country to Maryland. I'd moved a ton of times in my life around the Seattle area. I can't even remember how many times I've moved now. It's probably upwards of 18 or 19 times um, in the past decade. But when we got to Maryland, I was so excited. We were waiting for our stuff. We were we had to wait 10 days until we had of our all of our things. And I, when we got there, I felt this immediate sense of overwhelm and despair and felt really, you know, sad and low for weeks and weeks on end because I didn't know what I was doing with my life, right? Like I just had in my mind, like, we're going to drive cross country. We're going to get to this new house. It's going to be so exciting. I was totally caught up in all the excitement of everything, which was great, right? I was living in the moment of that experience. But Looking back, I'm like, wow, I really could have done myself a favor by making a landing plan and asking myself a few simple questions. One being, what are you going to do to take care of yourself in this new life situation? What are you going to do to make sure that you feel comforted and supported, not only by yourself, but by your husband, by your family that's going to be 3,000 plus miles away? Another thing I could have asked is, what are you going to do to give yourself permission to feel what you need to feel? What's your time frame? What is the next thing that you're going to focus on once you get there? I didn't consider any of those things because, I mean, why would I, right? Everything was going to be amazing. It was so exciting. It was all new. But looking back, I realized that I could have avoided a lot of inner tor- turmoil if I'd had a clear focus and a direct and a direction to go into next. Now, I don't say this to say that everything in our lives has to be super planned to a T. I don't say this to to recommend that like we always know what we're going to do because some of the biggest life lessons happen when we actually have no idea what's happening and we just kind of throw ourselves into a situation and we propel ourselves forward. Those are some of the biggest life lessons. But when you consider what you might do after the fact, after a big event or a small event, or even anything that just requires a lot of planning, you are going to set yourself up to feel a lot better and be able to mindfully take care of yourself and to be able to mindfully produce results and take action toward your goals and your next steps and your priorities that are coming up next in your life. One thing I didn't account for that was a huge shift for me was how my expectations were not going to be met when I got to this new state. There were a lot of differences and people say that, you know, the United States doesn't have a whole lot of culture, but it really does. And even just moving from the West Coast to the East Coast, there were a lot of differences. Things as small as not being able to buy beer or wine in the grocery store were just another thing on my list of why I wasn't going to be happy in this new place, right? Or just like the way people were driving. I couldn't believe how many people were tailgating me. Everyone was going 75 miles an hour. There were way more exits and freeways than Seattle, I was so overwhelmed. And I was immediately comparing 
everything to my home. And when and when anything wasn't the same or when anything was different, my 26-year-old self felt like, wow, completely defeated, completely alone. Nobody was going to understand. I didn't know how to handle it. Now looking back, I see that what I really needed was a plan to give myself permission to adjust. Now, anytime I move, I give myself a window of two months. I give myself two months to realize that that's how long it typically takes me personally to adjust to a new living environment. It doesn't even matter if it's only one town over from where I used to live. There are things that you need to adjust to. So now part of my landing plan when I move is knowing, okay, What's the date that I'm moving and what is the date two months later? That time frame is a time where I don't get to be mad at myself for being frustrated. I don't get to be harsh with myself for feeling emotionally drained or for feeling a little bit depressed because I know that what's happening is that I'm adjusting to a new place. So when your expectations aren't met about something big that you've been planning, it's important to realize that that's okay and to give yourself permission. So what exactly is a landing plan? And today I want to be talking about some ways that you can kind of think about one and set one up for yourself no matter what you're going through. And if you're in my Facebook group, Mindful Productivity with Sarah Steckler, I'd love for you to jump in there no matter when you listen to this and let me know what you're currently working on or what you've currently been through and what you think might be some good steps to take for your own landing plan. So a landing plan, essentially, as I define it, is a clear direction and purpose after something is accomplished. So it's giving yourself a structured way of focus and energy so you can direct all that pent up energy, any misplaced emotions, any, you know, unmet expectations. You have a place to filter that and push that energy forward. Otherwise, you can kind of sit with this chaotic energy and feel really stuck, feel really overwhelmed and not know what to do with it. When I was in Maryland, this meant that I was just kind of sitting there and I was like binge eating a lot of food, watching a lot of reality TV and just started not really feeling that good because I didn't know how to handle everything I was going through. A landing plan is also a place and a way to focus that energy, like I mentioned. So one thing that did help me was getting back into workout videos. So I had, I think, Jillian Michaels 30-day shred and my laptop. We didn't have any of our stuff, but I packed that in the car with me. So that was something I started doing every day for those 10 days until our stuff got there that helped me kind of structure out my days. Now that's something that I could definitely plan moving forward. If I move again, I could be like, okay, the first 10 days I get there, I'm going to start this new workout program, or I'm going to journal every day, or I'm going to do something so that I can focus that energy. A landing plan is also holding space for curiosity. It's observing what happened, observing emotions that will inevitably surface, and really, again, just giving yourself full permission to be there. So if you've just gotten married or if you've just had a baby and whatever you're going through and some things are not going the way that you thought they might, or maybe you're feeling, you know, postpartum depression, or maybe you're going, this isn't what I thought, or, you know, I feel awful for feeling the way I do. It's time to give yourself permission and open up that curious space and be like, okay, what's going on here? Because the more curious that you can be, the more you're going to give yourself the gift of that inner self-awareness. A landing plan is also making adjustments and taking note of what to change next time. This also goes along in a huge way with goal setting. 
There are so many times when we don't look back on something that didn't go our way or something that we quote unquote failed at and we just go, oh, this isn't for me. I give up. Instead, within your landing plan, you can create a way of looking at what went well, what you might change next time, what you learned about yourself, what you learned about your personal boundaries, what you learned about other people. You see how all of a sudden this becomes a life lesson or a learning experience and it makes it a little bit easier because even though there are things that were difficult or negative about the experience, you still walk away with something from it, right? So even if you threw an event for your company and it totally bombed and so many things went wrong or you were over budget or your boss is mad at you or they broke a bunch of bottles of champagne, whatever it is. You can look, take this opportunity within your landing plan to look back. And one thing I recommend is actually creating a landing plan. Like I'm actually talking about opening up a journal or a Word doc or whatever you might use at work or your personal life and actually writing down questions like, like what's the time frame I'm going to give myself to kind of take a, a breather? Like one thing I know is that after I do something big, like if I host a webinar, for example, or something like that, or an online workshop, I usually need like a full day afterwards to completely decompress. I have a landing plan for that process because I know that it energetically drains me no matter how fun it is I know that afterwards my brain is mush and I'm gonna need some time so it's taking a minute to think about what you might need in terms of space and self-care um you know one thing for me is I know that after I go through something emotionally draining just energetically I really need some time out in nature so I need some time to go out in nature go on a long walk and I actually write all of the, the all of these things down in something like a sauna or in a Google Doc, and I actually go through and check these things off, and it really helps because then that next day or that next week following something, instead of feeling like oh my gosh, what do I even do now? I go oh yeah, these are things I know will help me feel better. And here's the thing about creating a landing plan: you don't have to go through it first and be completely miserable afterwards in order to create one for the next time. Like create a landing plan that you can use for anything, kind of like a template. Create something that says, "Okay, anytime I've went through something and it's not, you know, it's just something I've completed or I've done. These are the things that I'm gonna do regardless. I'm gonna make time for self care, and this is what the self care is gonna look like. I'm gonna take two hours and let myself binge on my favorite Netflix show, or I'm gonna call one of my friends and let them know, hey, you know, on the third. Thursday of next month, I'm going to be done with this project from school or work and I'm really going to need like a ladies night and some time to drink wine and talk about it. Let people know and create a support system around that so that you can feel better moving forward. Also, it really helps me when I create an extra time for comfort and coziness. So this might mean, you know, giving myself a little bit of extra money so that I can like go grab a Starbucks or go, you know, grab something cozy or like spend some extra time washing all of my blankets and then building a blanket fort in the living room while I watch Netflix, right? Doing things like that. Or going somewhere when it's raining outside where I can like go get a cup of coffee and enjoy the rain. Really feeling that comfort. Maybe it means making your favorite comfort food after you've been through something. Just ways to really nourish yourself because 
no matter what you're doing, again, whether it's something super, super crazy or maybe it's even something like you finally got a raise at work, having a landing plan is going to help you just create that space, right? Because that's a huge part of like feeling zen or that's a huge part of mindfulness is creating space between things. So one thing I want to briefly touch on is the fact that creating a landing plan doesn't mean you're not stopping. In fact, the landing plan itself is an opportunity to completely take a break and put space between things. So depending on what you're working on or what you've just accomplished, your landing plan might actually be to hit the ground running with the next step, or it might mean taking a vacation or taking yourself for a day trip to the ocean or making time to snuggle on the couch with your dog or, you know, asking your spouse or one of your best friends to come over and have dinner with you or something like that. And it's also really important within your landing plan to consider ways for that additional support. So like I mentioned earlier, whether that's reaching out to a friend in advance and making plans ahead of time so that you know that you have something to look forward to after you're done with something, It can also mean just like letting people know that you're stressed or letting people know, hey, after I do this big thing, I'm going to really be worn out. And so I just need to let you know that the week following that event or that thing, I'm actually not going to be open to doing anything. So don't be upset when I decline any invites you might send me or I know that you had a baby shower coming up, whatever it is, like just let people know in advance what you're going through. I think that's one of the biggest reasons why we have communication issues or arguments with friends or family members is because we don't communicate how we're feeling or what we need. And we're not really true to ourselves with what those needs are. So getting clear on what you're going to need or even just telling people, I don't even know how I'm going to feel after this thing happens, but I know that I might be a little off or I know that I might need a little bit of push to get me to go to the gym or I know that I'm going to need you to come over and bake cookies with me. Just get clear on what those things are. And here's the last thing I want to say about landing plans in today's quick little episode is that really giving yourself permission to go through what you're going through. I think when I listed off some of these things, there might have been some of them where you go, wow, I never really thought about actually making time for self-care after the fact. Some of these things sound bigger than others, right? Like we think moving across the country obviously is huge, but we think graduating from college or doing something like that is is not as big of a deal in terms of how emotionally drained we might feel because maybe it's not something that we think of as as stressful. But I really encourage you that no matter how positive the thing is that you're working toward or the thing is that you just accomplished or finished, it's even more important to have a game plan and a landing plan afterwards because you'll be amazed at what comes up for you emotionally and what you realize. So just like we take time to grieve after we experience a loss in our lives, it's also important to create a landing plan to take time to process the good things that happen in our lives. If you want a complete checklist of ideas for how to create your own landing plan, then I've got a free checklist printable that you can grab by going over to mindfulproductivityblog/podcast and looking for today's episode, episode 31. There you'll find this document that has a bunch of ideas for different ways that you can structure out your own landing plan and a few questions that you can ask yourself as you gear up for whatever you're working on or maybe something that you just finished. 
I'm so glad that you're listening to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. It's always so fun to put together these episodes every single week. Next week, I have an amazing guest on and we're talking all about getting unstuck, allowing yourself to feel emotions and what it really means to tap into your ego and how it can actually serve you. So stay tuned next Monday for that episode. Otherwise, you can always find more information at mindfulproductivityblog.com. You can come say hi to me personally in my Facebook group, Mindful Productivity with Sarah Steckler. And you can always hear new episodes right here every single Monday. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you have an amazing week.